0: Hey, it's Dave. So in two days on Wednesday, July 20th, is gonna report their Q2 earnings. In this video, I'm gonna go over what to expect, also some areas of possible challenges, and also take a zoom out perspective, looking at kind of 2022 and how Q2 earnings fits into the bigger picture. This morning, at the time of this recording, Tesla is about $724 right per share. We're gonna see what happens um, after earnings uh, reports this week. All right, so let's take a look at where Tesla is coming from over the past year. So in Q1 of 2021, they had about 184,000 deliveries. Um, increased to 310,000 last quarter. This quarter, we know that Tesla reported 254,694 deliveries. This is down quarter over quarter, but everyone knows this is because of the big Shanghai shutdown back in the first month of this quarter in April. So what does this mean for Tesla in Q2? I'm looking at automotive revenues at about $14 billion. Let's say ASP, average sales price per vehicle is about 54,000. Regulatory credits, this is um, anyone's guess here, I'm guessing $250 uh, million, automotive gross profit at $4.1 billion, and pegging automotive gross margin at 29.3%. Now, this is coming down from previous previous quarters for a few reasons. First is their lower um, unit deliveries, right? Second, Austin and Berlin are still ramping. So those cars probably will be negative gross margin or very low gross margin per car. So that might hurt Tesla's margins. But I'm being a little conservative. Hopefully Tesla actually surprises and delivers higher gross margins here. Total revenue, I'm looking at $16.1 billion for the quarter, gross profit at $4.15 billion and a gap gross margin of 25.8%. If you notice, this is lower right from than the past three quarters. But again, a lot of Tesla's earnings or their numbers all flow down from their first number of unit deliveries, right? So as Tesla increases their delivery number, everything just gets better. Looking at operating expenses here, I'm pegging it at about $2.5 billion. Now, this is a big wild card. So we know Tesla had um, operating expenses of about $1.6, right? To about $1.9. We had some one-time charges, right? In Q4 that boosted that operating expense. But we know in q Q2 uh, of this year, we've got a few things going on. One is we have restructuring expenses from the 10% reduction of salaried workers. Also, we're going to have a one-time Bitcoin um, impairment loss, which is going to be almost $500 million just with that. So if you put that together, maybe around $600 million, you're looking at a $2.5 billion operating expense. Income from operations is $1.65 billion. And you've got operating margins at about 10.2%. So what does this mean for income? You have gap at coming at $1.369 billion non gap coming at 1.9 billion and then EPS um, for GAP is 1.22 and EPS uh, for non gap is 1.7 billion dollars I'd like to look at this adjusted EBITDA number and this is coming up at 3.3 billion dollars so a couple of points about this it's significant that Tesla's able to get significant adjusted EBITDA numbers even with, with a down quarter right 3.3 billion dollars in EBITDA cash flow is not change. So this is actually showing the strength of Tesla's business model. Another interesting point, even with almost $500 billion in Bitcoin impairment, Tesla's still earning about $2 billion in non-gap income, right? If you take that out, plus the restructuring costs, right? This could be easily $2.5 billion in non-gap income. And this is from a quarter that's significantly down, right? From the previous two quarters. So let's take a look at what the next two quarters might look like because investors are looking forward, right? They're not going to dwell on just the past numbers so if you look at q3 of 2023 and q4 so let's say let's assume that tesla is going to meet their 50 percent right year-over-year growth guidance target which comes out to be about 1.404 million cars right in order to do that tesla has to deliver 385 uh, thousand cars in Q3 and 455,000 cars in Q4. Let's say automotive revenues are $20 billion in Q3, $24 billion in Q4. Um, regulatory credits are about the same. Gross profit is $6.5 billion and $7.3 billion. So you have Healthy gross margins, right? They're recovering around the same gross margin as Q1. Who knows? It could be higher as well. Q3 revenues will be 22.7 billion. Q4, 26.5 billion. And then you have a gross margin, um, gap gross margin at 29% and 29.7%. Operating expenses, I'm pegging it at just around $2.1 billion. Um, I'm expecting some restructuring costs again in Q3, even though probably a lot less than Q2. And in Q4, Tesla might hire a bit more. Overall, I'm looking at this kind of 10% uh, reduction more as a kind of a, a cost freezing effort, right? Temporarily freezing hiring, kind of reducing hiring, but you're gonna hire um, in the next several quarters, so it'll probably even out overall. Income for operating operations or operating profit is 4.5 billion in Q3 and 5.8 billion in Q4. And so we're looking at operations Operating margins of twenty percent, perhaps twenty-two percent. Now, this is a, one of the killer figures here. If Tesla can actually reach almost twenty-two percent, right, operating profit or operating margin in Q4, right, of this year, this will be huge, right. And you've got to basically take these numbers Q4 because this is where Tesla's will be at at the end of the year. And let's say annualize that, right, over a four-quarter period, and you'll see that. The income operating income, let's say it's almost six billion dollars over four quarters, that's twenty-four billion dollars of operating profit. And if you give a multiple, let's say fifty off of those numbers, that's about one point two trillion dollars, right, in valuation just off of their Q4 numbers annualized. Net income for Q3 gap would be $4 billion and $5 billion. In Q4, non gap is 4.5 and 5.5. Yeah, and so these numbers are growing significantly. And then you have EBITDA closing up the year, perhaps at $6.5 billion, right? Annualize that times four. That's what 24. 527 billion dollars of ebitda profit so this is where tesla is perhaps headed and this is what we're going to be looking out for in tesla's earnings right are these numbers realistic is tesla still guiding for 50 percent unit growth um, in deliveries and if so um, are their margins going to increase from let's say q2 um yeah and if they are then you've got a very very um good second half of the year all right here are some key questions i'm looking out for for these earnings first of all what is tesla's strategy in dealing with the unknown of inflation we know that they've raised prices are they going to hold those prices high? Are they going to increase them or lower them? It's going to be interesting to see that um, dynamic play out. Second question, what are gross margins at Austin and Berlin right now in Q2? How about in Q3? What are their expected gross margins? Also, what is the production ramp looking like? Are they going to be reaching volume production, let's say 5,000 cars per week by the end of the year? Also, can Tesla meet their 50% year-over-year growth guidance in 2022? But also in 2023, how is Tesla looking at this stuff? Some more questions here. What are the long term sustainable margins gross margins but also operating margins that tesla is targeting over the next couple years where will unit growth come from in 2024 we know model y will be ramping right this year next year in austin and berlin and other factories as well but will tesla need a new model how are they kind of preparing that for 2024 will they need new factories as well and how is the 4680 right battery cell development going um is it tracking as progress or are there delays and how does that look like over the next couple years there are some long-term questions that I'm also hoping to get some answers what to expect from Tesla's AI day part 2 also are there any comments right on Andre Karpathy's leaving this is a significant departure what is Tesla's perspective on this is there an update on the master plan part 3 Elon has been kind of hinting at this for quite a while also is there an update on FSD beta kind of the roadmap robotaxi roadmap you know, is Tesla still on track for a wide release by the end of the year? And are there any updates on new models, right? How is Cybertruck development going? Is it still slated for production um, next year? Is it the first half or second half of next year? My guess is leaning probably toward the second half, but we'll see. How are plans for a possible smaller, right, car, kind of a robo car going? Also, Elon is hinted at a van. And um, yeah, is Tesla making any plans? Another question is, is Elon going to be on the conference call or not? I think there are definitely pros and cons of him being on it. The pro of him being on it is he'll he might talk about some of these like new products and new ideas, Master Plan Part 3 and Tesla AI and carpati If he's not on the conference call though, then Zach and others can kind of give a little bit more what analysts are looking for, right? Some of the details and the numbers and really go into some granularity. Anyways, regardless, I think Q2 earnings is going to be definitely an interesting uh, earnings quarter. We know a lot of the numbers are going to be down from the previous quarter just because deliveries are down. And we know there have been some challenges with ramping in Austin and also Berlin. But the question are more going forward in Q3 and Q4, the second half of this year, and also next year. How is that panning out? And what are Tesla's ambitious goals in terms of really ramping their production, increasing their gross margins, perhaps their operating margins as well, and any other hints on how Tesla is executing? All right, hope this has been helpful. If it has, go ahead, like, and subscribe. All my videos can be found as an audio podcast as well. Just search for Dave Lee on investing in your favorite podcast player. I'm also on Twitter at HeyDay7. All right, we'll see you guys in my next video. Thanks.